man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... Just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> man. It's getting real out here, baby. It's getting real, real conversations. Real discussions. Welcome back, everybody. This dropping Jews podcast, man. I go by Brother Mikael, then I got my main man, my bro, Brother Meech. What's good, baby? What's up? What's up, man? What's good with you, man? I'm living, brother. You know what time it is. Yeah, I know it's what time. A beautiful day. You hear me? <laughs> Once again, we back on the deck. You hear me? We recording on the deck, man. We want to get that natural element. You feel me? So we back on the deck, man. So you you bound to hear anything. So let me go ahead and put it out there now. Because we in the city, so everything goes. You feel me? You feel me? But no, man, uh, I think we got a beautiful episode to talk about uh, today. I think it's a beautiful topic. Uh, You you coming fully loaded. Yeah, I have to. And, That's uh, what makes this podcast authentic. If I'm not telling you real stories of what I'm going through personally and I'm giving you some stuff that somebody else going through, it won't be authentic. It should be coming from them, not me. You feel that shit in your soul, right? But if I'm telling you what I feel in my soul, as as my brother said to me, you're going to feel what I'm saying because you know we all in experience it in some form or fashion. Let's get it. No, that's facts. That's facts, man. Let's go and get it, baby. So go ahead, man. What are we talking about tonight, Meech, man? Let, let the people know what we're talking so about. I, I just want to talk about negativity. Mm, heavy. I want to talk about ne- negativity in general. And we all could, always can break it down in specific situations. So negativity to me is not exclusive to just one thing. And so you can have negativity within a relationship. You can have negativity uh, dealing, dealings at work have negativity while you're going to the grocery store, negativity while you're driving your car, negativity when you're about to board the plane, negativity <laughs> on the TV. It's real shit <laughs> on the plane. Boy. Like I, I seen something that really, I that I seen something that really caught my eye. This guy said something, and I forget that I heard, I seen this week, and he was like. People love to be negative because he said when you ask somebody how was their day and they like all was good, but the very next day you ask them how they day and it was bad, they'll tell you every bad thing that happened in that day to them or give you a breakdown of why their day was bad. That's facts. They won't give you a breakdown of why it's good though, right? So why do we put up with it? Mm. Why do we put up with situations that is negative around us that really take us away from being positive or having a, a more uh, wider perspective outlook on situations? 
Well, I think some people like negativity, though, man. They love, hey, what they say, misery needs company. So negativity is like the uh, the 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 highlight of their life. You know what I'm saying? So, and and in a lot of instances that we we live in today, negativity is what's been more marketed as far as media wise that gets you publicity than being positive or like being somebody that's yeah being charitable or, or good to the community. So. A lot of times negativity gets ratings. So who wants to be good when you can't get paid off being good, according to media? <laughs> but, I mean, I understand what you're saying. And then a lot of times it could be our surrounding of our environments. I mean, that's what we're used to sometimes, that people just want to be negative. They don't know how to be positive because positivity is not as affluent as it is as being negative. And what I mean by that is then the – the uh neighborhoods that you may grow up in you know it's you know but you know what a lot, a lot of times human beings take things a lot for granted you know like waking up each day that's a blessing i agree so why would i have to be negative for i'm alive god gave me another day to make a make a difference so what am i complaining about you know my and me were talking early and I was talking about how there's a lot of mental disorders within a society and, and Mike was saying that he believe is manufactured or is created, 100%. socially engineered. And then I really thought about what he was saying. I was like, damn, he got a good point because I was watching this Bear Grylls show on Amazon Prime. I think it's Bear Grylls in the wild or what have not or something like that. I might got the name wrong, so don't hold me to it but in this series they would dump these english people men and women on two separate islands and they had to survive for i think a couple months right and the fascinating aspect about this series was that the most important thing to these people was survival a lot of the things that we took took take for granted on a daily life they didn't yeah because they didn't have the luxuries they didn't have a supply chain or a walmart or amazon or a local grocery or a local corner store to get items that they needed let's go deep but they ain't even have a sounded uh stabilized four walls and a roof right uh-huh and so it was very important for them at the very onset, at the very beginning, they wanted to go to sleep on the beach because they knew they didn't want to sleep within the wooded areas on that island. And just that in itself is something, right? And so I, I, I'm giving this example about this particular show uh, because – a lot of things that we see is we we look at and be negative about it really don't matter it really don't matter and <laughs> in the whole in the in the grand scheme of things it really don't matter <laughs> because you got the most important things afforded to you food water shelter you're surviving like i think that at the very basis of everything that is the most important religion out there survival mm. 
Because without survival, you cannot become indoctrinated. Mm. Okay, you got to expound on that, bro, because that was heavy there. Well, you who have, wants to be the outcast? Come on, man, talk about that, well, bro. You, in order to live, you need fuel. What fuels your body? Mm. Water. Facts. Protein. Facts. You know, all these different things. I'm not a nutritionist, so I am going to stop at those two. <laughs> hey, those are the major components. But that's, you, that is the fuel that allows you to keep going throughout your day. And the minute uh, there is a crisis in which you don't have the access to that amenity, then a lot of the things that you complaining about today, oh, I don't have makeup on. All this happening. All my job this. Oh, uh, I can't afford these $200 tennis shoes. Those things won't matter because all you'll be concerned about is surviving. Oh, that's real. So once you get to a point of survival, then you can be indoctrinated with all the concepts and ideology. So that's why I say survival is the most important religion that people take for granted until it's taken away from them. <laughs> so as I as as, as we uh. Hey, we got a lot going on here, baby. It's all good, though. <laughs> so when you say survival, then I think you're saying that society today, like you said earlier, is that it's taken for granted of the necessities that we have in life right now. We do. The basics. We do. You we, know. We, we take for granted, and I think we let a lot of negative situations consume us. And we should walk away from those negative situations. And I think, like, I've I've been victim of this, too. And I want to be completely transparent and honest. I've been a victim of allowing negative situations to happen. And then me becoming negative and acting out of my character because the negative situation then caused me to get out of my character. And not recognizing at the time that it was the negativity that allowed me to pull out something that I'm not. I'm not a naturally person that want to yell or curse somebody out or talk shit to somebody. I'm a warming, calming, understanding type of person. But I have had situations that has caused me to act in a manner that I <laughs> prefer not to. And so the minute, th this is the thing. This is what I challenge people to really look at. When you are in a situation and there is some negativity that makes you raise your voice, which you normally don't do, act out of character, or say some things that you normally don't do. It's best to walk away from that at that moment. If it's your wife, <laughs> let's just say that, or your husband in that moment. But in general, there are a lot of situations that you don't even need to get yourself involved in. And the minute you feel that neck of the energy, just leave it alone. But how? How? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's facts. Come that's on, facts. Come that's on, facts. Bring it. So, how do you deal with a person where that where that is the normalcy, and you trying to figure out 
but you truly love this person or let's just say you truly want to be with this person how do you get them to a point to understand that look communication can happen in many ways and this is this is not my normal can you respect that that this is not my normal so hold on let me ask you a question before i answer what okay. you're saying okay go ahead so the first part i get what you were saying how do you handle a situation with somebody's like that but are you saying that is this person stating that okay this, this is not my normal and we just don't deal with it well i'm talking about the other person so like say if myself I might not feel like that's normal, like you said, hollering or raising my voice. Okay, I got but, you. But yeah. but but I'm I'm heterosexual. So but the late my lady friend, she may feel like, oh, I, I gotta raise my voice because this is how I feel like I get my point across. Yeah. So I'm not trying to discount her feelings, but at the same time, I'm trying to, you know, uh, make her understand where I'm coming from it's, without without trying to it, go there it's with hard. her. It's hard because you. I will say this. It's very important that you have two people that can understand one another. Mm. And so to me, understanding is the baseline of every conversation. You have to understand a person who's speaking and they have to understand you as listening and vice versa. Sound now, like communication. There may saying. be instances in which there is some breakdown, but you all can figure out what happened in the breakdown. And so I get back to <coughs> your point as you make it and say, if she's saying this is the only way I can articulate, and you saying, baby, this don't work for me, she should have an aha moment and say, you know what? I understand that you communicate in a different way. I love you. And maybe I need something's not there with me. You just touched on it, bro. That was that was beautiful. Like you said, if you really into me, compromise is what it's about, compromising. Cause 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 that's the compromise because the thing the thing is it's not about changing a person, but it's about getting to a point to understand that what works and what doesn't work. And then as you grow, you'll realize that that is the right way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Why I have to get worked up to get a point across when I can easily just have a simple conversation and we can both have sound tone to where we understanding each other and understanding that your feelings were hurt or my feelings were hurt. And we understand that and we make sure that we don't try to make that same mistake. You know what I'm saying? If you really love this person. Well, and I, I think it, I think it's very important as well to truly get to a point of accepting your strengths and your weaknesses oh. and being vulnerable in those with a person you're dealing with. And so sometimes you have to let go of some things that you normally don't want to let go. It takes some true actualization, though, bro. That, and we talked about that. Yeah. We talked about it a few years ago. Self-actualization. We've been on this stuff for a while, people. <laughs> we just didn't start tonight. <laughs> this um, true. Th this something that we've been doing for a while and speaking on. <laughs> but, you know, it's hard for people to see that, man, because they always want to be right. I think society makes us feel like if you ain't right, then you a failure. 
and who wants to be a failure? Mm-hmm. When in essence, it's about learning and, and like you said, broadening your horizon and understanding that it's more, it's more than one way to skin a cat. I mean, figurative, figuratively speaking. So I think, like you said, it's, it's about understanding. Like, if you really look up the definition of communication, there's the 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 message being uh, sent, then there's the receiver, and then the receiver has to understand what is being said, and then you have to allow that person to give feedback. And I think that's important that you have to have those things, man, in, in place in order to be effective. It always don't have to be an argument. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, argument is just noise. It is. <laughs> An argument is a, is not understanding what the other person is right, saying. Right. And and then we, we got a lot of times not just take in account our feelings, but at the same time of the other person's feelings. Because I've, I've noticed that a lot of people always say, well, you discounting my feelings. But are you listening to what I'm telling you? Because I have feelings as well. And what I'm telling you is my feelings. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, and that's, that's an another important thing I want to add on top of that is that when you are accused of being a way a form of fashion I typically have the tendency in being like it affects me I, I kind of check out I start looking at different things maybe Depending on the person, so it ain't just a man or a woman. But if it's a woman, I start might look at other women. I start trying. I'm just gonna be honest to my truth. Like I have to own that. I I know that I have a propensity when I don't feel like I'm being understood, and I'm being attacked. Like I'm coming after you. I have to be. I I have and I have and that's where part of this episode is me saying like that negativity. I have to work on, you know, because. But that's that's big. I, I shouldn't allow that to check me those out. Those accusations yeah. to allow me to check myself out. And so what happens is I internalize those things, and then when I internalize it, it causes resentment, and that resentment, right, causes you to do other things. And then not only am I resentful, but now I'm like, it's your fault. Mm. When I recognize that, okay, I've already articulated to this person. This is how I feel. Please don't talk to me like that. Let's work it out. And if they don't want to work that out and they can't get with that program, I should just step back. Because mm. mm. you're going to hurt that person regardless. I'm going to hurt them regardless. regardless if you, I'm going yeah, to hurt them exactly. regardless because of how I cope with exactly. it. Exactly. If you pull back and then you're not paying enough attention. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to step away, you're going to break the heart because then you don't Both want to be with them. It yeah. it. Either <laughs> so way, it's, not... it's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> and and and, and, then, and like you said, negativity don't always happen between a man and a woman. It can happen with, you know, same individuals as far as, like, your homies and stuff, man. And sometimes you have to remove yourself from those situations. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had instances where I have to remove myself from friends because – some of the stuff they was doing wasn't yoked with how I move. I'm like, bro, that's not how I move. I want to see you win all the time, and I'm going to do everything to uplift you. 
but you ain't doing that for me or mine. So I got to step back and you shouldn't take it personal, but you should see it as growth on my part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of energy you put into negativity, dog. And, and, Wasted and, energy, I should say. And, and, and that's another thing, like, not only people, but organizations. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the main reasons why I want to talk about this negativity is because, you know, for I, people don't know, I don't really tell my background and stuff, but I'm going to just be real now. I'm the president of my my local union. Ooh, shit, he opened up the floodgates, bro. I'm Come going on. in, right? Come on with it then. Let's go. And my union been on the international receivership for at least the last six, seven years, at least. And for all those who don't know what that means, basically there was a misappropriation of funds by the former president to the sum of over $100,000. And instead of allowing our union to dissolve, the international took it upon themselves to oversee the daily business activity of the union. And we can't do anything without, we can't do anything financially Mm. or parliamentary Mm. without the approval Mm. of the international. Yeah. I think the key key word you said though is business. Exactly. Politics as usual. Business rules everything. Money. We know what it is, man. I mean, if you don't have principle, what they say, if you don't, hey, if you don't stand for anything, I mean, if you don't stand on anything, you'll fall for anything. You hear me? Yeah, absolutely. So you have to have an understanding and what's your principles as far as. What are you? What are your expectations, and what are you looking out of it? Mm-hmm. So you can kill that bottle, man. Ain't nothing in there, bro. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Just kill it, bro. Got some grape juice, baby. <laughs> yeah, that, that wine be hitting different when it's aged in bourbon barrels. I'm telling you, that wine hit different uh, when it's aged in bourbon barrels. So negativity is always around us, bro. So how do we, how do you keep your sanity at the same time while, because, you know, negativity is like a virus, man. It's trying to attack you, every point of your body, man, and, and it could be draining. It could be to the point to where you what, like, man, I'm just, this what, is what, Well, and, that, and that's, where I, that's where I'm getting at. It's like why I want to bring this up with that union stuff is that for the last six seven years i've been dealing with me ready to go in but then there's internal strife between the council and international which does not have to do with the members and so for those just to give you a quick understanding the national is throughout the nation the council is at a, a, a regional or local level and then the locals are within the council so i just give you that so Technically, me my local was tied within the council, and international was just like the branch, the the agenda branch, everything. And so, with that being said, when you have the council staff and the international staff, and I've seen it throughout these last few years, six years, six seven years, when you have internal strife, 
it affects the people that really need the help. And so for me, where I'm a little disappointed or upset or frustrated or I feel negative about is that we had an international convention two weeks, two months ago, pardon me, and the council was supposed to pay for my hotel room and I gave the hotel my credit card for incidentals and when I left a couple of days later my card was charged three hundred and eleven dollars. And so I contacted I, I contacted the administrator like Guys, charge me for a room. I got charged three hundred because the council's supposed to pay for it. The local's supposed to reimburse the council. I don't understand. Blah 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 blah. I mean, that's the first month, and there wasn't nothing getting done. Now, mind you, you got to understand this all plays into how what's going to be done for the members. Facts. If I'm the president and it take me two months to get a check for three hundred eleven dollars, what you going to do for a member? What you going to do for a member? And I waited patiently, trying to be understanding. And that's another thing. We got to stop being so damn understanding to people who ain't worth the shit. <laughs> talk that talk, bitch. I'm just being real. Like, it ain't no no cocky shit. It's just on some real shit. A nigga is not going to care for you. So why care for them? You got a level of expectation for me and vice versa. Somebody said some. Mike was telling me something like, you can have standards, but not expectation of people. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but but for me, I don't have a problem with having expectations, but the minute somebody don't meet me there, then I know what it is. And you don't take it personal. You just know I can't rock with them that level. So, so whether it's, you call it standards or expectations, I don't care. As long as you put a bar or a line across and say, here, this is what I expect. And if you fail to meet that, you got to handle it how you handle it. But I think people a lot of times don't put their foot in the same shoe. So say if that same person was in that same shoe or what you were in, absolutely they would want the same thing, correct? Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 and that's the other thing, like, I deal with it. I've dealt with this administrator and uh, she got excuses out there. <laughs> oh, I'm so busy. I'm spread thin. This is what I got going on. And granted, I've been talking to this lady for a year and a half, telling her what I want to be done. And then they put it all on me. At work, when it comes to meetings, talking to meetings at, with directors, going to benefit me that I'm the one on those calls and they and while the other unions had a staff I'm the one that's representing everybody is it, is it fair it's not but it's negative to me too it's not fair it's not fair to me nor the membership but I take that as a negative because you're hurting the people you're supposed to be helping get what I'm saying so Facts. so I fast forward I just I definitely want to say this this important part of it this lady claimed at least two different times that she sent the check. I never got it. She said, and, and she's in Indianapolis. So she, I, if she ever listened to this, I want her to know I'm talking about her. <laughs> we ain't going to say your name, but nah, we know. Nah, you know she, who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. And I ain't, it ain't really 
nothing else to say after that. Like, you a lazy ass motherfucker, and I don't even know why you got that job. You ain't worth two fucks. <laughs> and it's constructive criticism. It, I, I've gave the construction. Now I'm just on my nigga shit. Okay, fuck, well, talk that, you. talk it. Fuck you. That's what I think about. <laughs> that's it. Fuck you. And I'm I don't even be like that. But see, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to work on that. See, when I I got on my character. Right. And so right. so but anyway, two months uh two times she claimed she sent it, never got it. The the council president was in St. Louis. I talked to his staff. And see, the council president wasn't worth the fuck. Cause the minute I tell you this motherfucker ain't paid me, he should have wrote me a check. It don't work that way. He should have. If he was a real nigga, he would. If that's what I would have done, I would have came with my checkbook and say, "I'm finna get that from her ass because it's unacceptable." Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you run in a brick a business and somebody got bad product or bad service, they should be accommodated for it, correctly. Mm-hmm. So when you don't accommodate me, then that's when the negativity starts. So let me ask you questions because you just brought up. Good, I ain't trying to cut you off. No, bro. go ahead. So when is it okay to fight fire with fire? Because you, you get to a point, bro, where you try, like you said, to understand, uh, be understanding. And patient. Yeah, but then when do you get to a point where you just like. <sighs> you get petty. Like, it's just a, it's one of those things where you just, it's a reactionary thing. And, and so I came so close when I hadn't got my check on Monday. I was, And then I talked to one of my members, one of my guy, guys, he supported me, his name, Chris. He supports me a lot, and he was he was talking. He was giving me worked up. I'm like, man, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm fuck, I'm finna fucking write a letter. I'm finna get in their ass. Oh, let me say this though, Meech does a lot. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. He does a lot for the union. So he ain't just talking. He live that life, man. Like he he be out here fighting for folks, man. He he probably didn't compromise himself sometimes. I, I have. You know what I'm saying? Fighting. And, I, I and he ain't had the support like he it probably never, should. Never, never had the support from the membership or staff, and I still fight for him. And I get respect. I get respect when I go in that building because they know I'm going to come on some respectful shit and I'm going to know what I'm talking about. These niggas out here ain't got that type of respect. So but, so where, where did you get that from, bro? Like, just t- talk about that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get him a backstory because yeah. you, like – this guy's an A1 guy. He'll call you out when you wrong on some shit, bro. <laughs> and I do it in a very, yeah. like, nice way. Yeah. Like, oh, sometimes he'll call you out on some shit that you, you probably shouldn't be doing. I don't see him do that before, too, when we was out and about. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you don't <laughs> but but it, yeah. was, it was a fact, though. It yeah, was I a fact. I didn't respect that. Yeah. Like, I didn't respect what he was doing, and I respected him. Right, and right. so and so it, I was li- I was listening to Sammy the Bull. I was listening to one of the mafia stories this week, and he was talking about La Costa Nostra. And he was basically explaining like, why you flipped? No, he was <laughs> he was talking about how he he lost respect for he was he lost respect for Paul Castellano when he was fucking his maid. You get what I'm saying, and so. He said uh, the previous boss before Castellano, I can't think of his name. What was that previous boss? Uh, Giovanni. Oh, anyway, 
the previous boss, y'all probably know what it is. I ain't got his name out, but the previous boss before Castellano was like, if you do this out in public with this woman, yeah. And they see you with your wife. What you think they gonna think of her and you? Left, yeah. What you think? Of, do, do you? What you think about he? Uh, and then he say, "Do you love? Do you love your wife like you love me?" Mm. If you do that to your wife, you do it to me. So that's what I saw in that situation. Your wife got more stake than I do. And I respected the dude, and I just didn't respect it that he was doing that. That was it. But what you said, what got me like that? I don't know. I never, I've always been courageous to say what was on my mind. Like I've always been like as a kid. Yeah, I, I always respect you for that, yeah, bro. Cause I, you you I, let him over know in a minute. You be like, nah, bro, that ain't good, bro. Yeah, I you always know. been courageous. Like I never forget. So so let, let me ask so, you this: yeah. you, you you make a good point. So how can you determine when somebody when you when you trying to be give them constructive criticism then compare it to trying to be negative towards them like look bro i ain't yeah that's excellent you know what i'm saying Hi, like because it's all to me it's all about the setup it's always about the setup it's how do you approach it like if you approach it like look i want to talk to you you know i don't really agree with this that then you explain and then you give that person the opportunity because it's, there are certain words that but, trigger. But what if they get defensive, though? Right, and I was going to say that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, Go no, ahead, no, bro. that Go was going to say that. I was going to say there is going to be certain words that trigger. But I feel like if you don't use the trigger words, like prime example, like we got to start taking why, like why you got on them shoes or why you got on that shirt or why you doing that. We got to start taking that out of our vocabulary because the as soon as we ask somebody why it's, People get naturally defensive. If somebody walk up like, why you got on them shoes? Mm, I see. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? You're like, hold on. What? Yeah. you naturally defensive. But how do we get to that point? Like, is it just because we feel like somebody's coming after us or what? Uh, it's, I think, see, the thing is, is that language was written mm. in a manner and a way that there are going to be subtle changes in tone that you don't usually pick up on, but when you how you pick up on it. Uh, but there's a vibration with certain things and how you say it. And so people forget that part about language. They think everything is just like concrete when you say why. It ain't always concrete because you can say why and then you can say why. And then they come off two different ways because it's a different tone and a vibration to what when you say why and why, you know. And so I used to tell people in my past, like, hey, it's not what you saying, it's how you saying it because it's come across because it's it's got a different vibration. No, it's it's, it's real though, cause. But when you use the term why, isn't that a question? It is, but I think why makes people defensive, depending on how they how they word it. Like again, you 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 go up to a cashier in a McDonald's and say, "Oh, why y'all ain't got this on the board?" Yeah, facts. you get what I'm saying. Facts. Like people gonna, but that's a legitimate question though. 
it is, but people get defended by why though. Offend, I'm like, so real you think defensive. they should say, "I see that you guys didn't have such and such on a menu board," and I was just wondering how how it's not on the board, you, you know? It's ha- try to figure out how to change a why to a how. You know, when you when you was talking about language, you know what I think about what I think about legality. <laughs> so. So much gray area, bro. Mm -hmm. And when you come as a matter of fact and Mm -hmm. say things as a matter of fact, they can't comprehend that because we are used to being coddled instead of being called out on. Like if somebody asks me why, and then sometimes I might, I might, sometimes it's okay to take a step back. Think about what he's what that person's saying, mm-hmm. and then address it. Now, if they just want to be combative, they just want to be combative. But I think you make a great point because when you say that, as far as the language, I think we live in a society where we feel like that we're supposed to take everything what everybody says and contribute that to well, that's just the way they think. But in essence. What if that's not the way I think? And I'm not and I'm not saying you wrong, but just make me understand why why yeah. you're doing that. And I think a lot of times people just don't know how to comprehend that and understand that because we thinking because in this world we live in in society, a matter as a matter of fact is considered to be a asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like people want the truth but they don't want don't the want truth. yeah yeah like, yeah you no know, i i accept me for what i'm doing i i've gotten flack throughout the years from different women i might and say oh demetrius you a liar and i used to be like i lie sometimes to you because you can't handle this truth and some people like just give me a lie and i'm like okay i see i i be quick see me like i'm so much of a thing i be questioning like why do you concern? Why are you so concerned about the truth in your personal life, but you get lied to you, to your <laughs> outside in the world? <laughs> like that's how I be thinking. Like as soon as you walk at that door, everybody lying to you. But then when you come in your space, you want the truth. That don't make sense to me. It don't make sense. I think a lie sometimes is the best thing for people because it keeps it keeps people at bay. Like why do you think? Marketing, marketing is a very deceiving tool. Ooh. They lie to you and they market to you. <laughs> That's real shit. That's real shit. Just ask these plastic surgeons. <laughs> yeah, they got to They got to tell you you don't look right in order right. for them to get business, right. bro. <laughs> That's why I say society today we so ran by media social media that we forget our own essence and it's easy to get caught up in this whirlwind of lies and distrust and like you say you demand that from your relationship but let's just say if you're on your job you got to demand that too you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like keep it 100 with me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know. So I, I was, I used to be an operations manager at Sam's Club, <laughs> and uh, I just, I was, I was so fed up, 
and I didn't want to do it anymore. I asked my uh the the store manager because I heard some stuff on the Slick Rick slide. Excuse me, but I asked her. I said, "Do you have any issues with me?" And you know the, what she said. She said, "No, I don't. I think you're doing a great job." But what you heard? He ain't doing this. He ain't doing that. He got issues, you know. He need to do more of this. She didn't even know I heard this, and at that point, I was like, "I can't work for this. I'd rather just be an employee and and go on about my 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 damn business and don't have to deal with you on a personal level because I feel like you a snake in the grass. That's just me personally. And if I feel like I can't get that true honesty from you, I don't need to work from you because then when I try to be honest with you. You ain't going to accept it because you're going to think I'm being, as a matter of fact, or you're going to think I'm being, what's the word they use? Uh, subordinate. Insubordinate. <laughs> I mean, insubordinate. insubordinate. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. insubordinate. Yeah. So, yeah. so I have issues with that. Like, tell me what I'm doing wrong so I can fix it. But don't, don't tell me, like, when it comes to evaluation time, oh, well, you could be doing this more. Oh, why you ain't tell me that when I ask you that question? Why you didn't elaborate on that? These people ain't built like how you built. And so, again, you realize you ain't want to do it and you stepped away and then it worked out for you. Yeah, in the long run it did. And that's what I'm saying. That's where I'm getting at. When you around negative situations like that, like me, I'm going to resign as president. I'm telling y'all first on the podcast. Woo. I'm going to resign. It's an exclusive. Yeah, I got exclusive. <laughs> because you know what? My energy needs to be put into me positively building, not negativity on shit that hasn't shown me that's going to be doing anything. It take two, two, two months to get a check. $300 check, a little measly $300. And y'all getting fees every month. And you get my fees every yeah. month on time. On time. So, like, own it. Walk away from it. Figure it out. And I think that's what people have problems with when you hold them accountable. Because when you have you have expectations for me, but at the same time, I got expectations for you. You should be following through with me. Like you said, me, it's $300. Y'all getting a check from how many people? 100 200 people that's yeah. in the union. I mean, that's not even counting the ones outside of yeah. the, the business. Yeah, that's facts. So, how do you, at some point, don't understand where I'm coming from? I don't give a damn if it was $311. That's $311 out of my pocket. Don't count my pockets. Just reimburse me. That's all I'm asking for. Like you wouldn't want three hundred. You want nobody steal three hundred eleven dollars. That's how I look at it. You stealing three hundred eleven dollars from me. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they doing. Like, let's be real. Like, I could use that money somewhere else. Come on, man. Y'all supposed to take care of me. I'm the president. Like, I'm the president. I should be the first person. Yeah, yeah. It ain't about him. Like he said, it ain't about him. You know, feeling like he boasting and bragging, like, oh, well, he should get special interest treatment because he's president. But if you can't take care of the person who's supposed to be going out there and be on the front line with you, how are you going to take care of these members? 
how you gonna support these members? Dollar, they, dollar they, bill, they trying y'all. to they trying to hustle, and I can't. I mean, I would love to get with somebody on right on the hustle of the union, you know, because a lot of these women unions, pardon me, are hustling people. They not really doing a business like there are some, some like St. Louis Labor Council. They doing the business of the people. St. Louis Labor Council is doing the business, but you know. You got to get in that political activism. You got to mesh with these politicians. You got to fund these campaigns. You got to volunteer. You got to support. You got to do all this work. We ain't done shit. Are you really in the fight? But yet they want you, Demetrius. Like, I come out of my pocket and I entertain members. And I don't never get reimbursed for it. I think the most important thing is they they take granted of your time. And that, And, and honestly... I really been thinking about that with negativity. Mm. That's my that is the most important part of the negativity. You can be wasting so much time being in negative situations, and you you taking time away from you to build on positive shit. Because you could be doing something different. Hell yeah, and I don't think people understand that, man. We we live in a world where we give up so much time to other emphasis in our life that we don't understand that our time is valuable, man. And, and that's that's the whole point of me talking about negativity. Sometimes you got to realize that there is so much negativity that you are part of that you need to just leave it and put your time into positive shit. It ain't worth it. I mean, just just look at your family dynamic. I mean, would you, would you uh, put all that effort and time into your child? knowing they're going to be negative all the time and not understanding that what you're trying to tell them, at some point you're going to have to let that child be on their own as an adult. So what do you, what do you do? So, so, and that's my child. So what do you think that means when I'm out here in the world working for a company or dealing with an organization or dealing with, with uh, people that don't hold as much stake in my life that, a childhood in my life that's important man people i think people take for granted how much their time is valuable yeah but that's how society play us you know your time is valuable man you can't get that time back time you can't get back at all all that negativity you wasted it's gone it's gone dog and then what you got some what you got to show for it meach <laughs> Nothing, nothing, <laughs> but an argument and a heartbreak. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, uh, we we just have to be able to accept moving on too. You know, like, have you ever been around somebody that all they do is talk about themselves? <laughs> mm-hmm. To me, that's negative. That is negative. They talking about everything they got going on in the world, but they won't listen to you. That's negativity. Leave them alone. Real people stuff is, you know, it's a real person. After, like you say, after they get done talking about themselves, then they ask you, "What you got going on in your life, bro? Man, enough about me. What's what's going on in your life, bro?" I ask, ask legitimate questions yeah ask active open-ended so you can know about a person 
And and so, you know, I, I was going through my phone. I was going through old text messages. <laughs> I was. I was doing that today. I did it a little bit yesterday. I'm talking about from 2014, 2015, and I'm trying to look. And I'm matching them up to recent text messages or text messages from a year ago. And it's amazing how you can deal with different people and you can have the same outcomes in your text messages. <laughs> That's facts, bro. I mean, literally, like, bro, if I, I wish I brought my own 5S, <laughs> I show you my phone and show you it's the same thing. And then I'm looking at myself like, you know what, Demetrius is you. Demetrius, you have to look at yourself and say, you know there's a problem, but you're trying to fix it. You can't fix every problem. You can't save every person. Mm. You have to realize that you have an, a, a certain set of abilities that some people don't have. Some people don't know how to look and have retrospect and look within themselves and tell their weaknesses and put it all on the platter. Like, listen, this happened to me at five. This happened to me at 10. This happened to me at 15. This happened to me at 20. I'm affected by it. It bothers me. This is what hurts me. This will have my mom relationship. This is my dad relationship. A lot of people can't articulate it like that. I didn't know that. I thought that, I thought that was a natural thing. That's real. And so I'm trying to fix people to get them to understand, like, talk to me. Facts. facts. Tell me what the problem is. <laughs> Let's build. And they're thinking that I'm trying to not and, understand them because they got something that yeah, they got to send. Yeah. Like, no, baby. No. Let's get to the surface. That's not the surface. Man, you know what? I say this person ain't because I don't give a fuck. My ex Rashonda. <laughs> I'm saying names. I don't give a f- man, bro. When you live in your truth, you don't care about saying names. I did not realize that I had known her for tw- ten plus years of my life, and I didn't even know her. Mm. I mm. didn't really know her. How How do you think you got uh, caught up in the sauce? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking like it just being you talking. How do you feel like you got caught up in a situation? Um, it, it, you saw the potential and you felt yeah, like. Yeah, I, I felt like I could fix it. Hmm. That was my problem. I felt like I could fix it, but I can't fix it. Hmm. I couldn't have fixed it. Hmm. Like, that's something she had to fix with herself. Herself. I, I kind of was a little like sad for her because some of the stuff she was telling me like, oh, you told me don't want you, but I, you know, I, I went through your phone and I know you talking to other people and I was just like, damn, like you was low. <laughs> like your self-esteem was that shot that you was, even after I told you I want to date other people and all that and you still wanted to be around. Mm. Mm. And I, I, did you hear that? Huh? Did 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 that person hear that? Yeah, I told I articulated to her early part of that year, but this was like the back end of the year, and she was kind of going through some things and saying some stuff to me, and like I, I even then I felt sorry for her. I did. Was, you, was you still dealing with her? I was, and that's where I have to take accountability for my actions because. I wasn't being a stand-up man. I should have let her deal with her misery on her own. 
Mm. I, I shouldn't have tried to be that person to try to save her out of her misery. Mm. Even though I know that I want to do my own thing. And I knew that what she had wasn't what I wanted. Like her personality didn't mess with mine. And that wasn't the type of woman I wanted to build with. She can have whatever she dealing with and whatever afterwards me, but that's not what's going to make me happy. Now, if that make another dude happy, I'm happy for you. And y'all figure it out. But for me, I couldn't deal with a woman who talked to me and disrespected me and didn't communicate with me in a level in which is healthy and understanding. So, yeah, I had to cut it off in my mind. So, so, <laughs> man, we get deep now, bro. Oh, yeah, we, we just took it to a whole nother level, huh? <laughs> yeah. We took it to a whole, a nother, whole level. nother level, I had bro. to crack over another yeah, meeting. Yeah, you, you hear me? <laughs> So, hey, did, did they give you a better understanding of what type of woman you were looking for then? I, man, I've been so mature at a young age that mm. I always knew what type of woman I wanted. Always knew. It really well, it depends on who you talk to because, you know, the woman can say, well, he wasn't. No, nah, I've been so mature for my age because at the end of the day, I've always been able to articulate my feelings. It's it, it, maybe on one hand in my life, women I came across that can articulate how they feel mm. in a clear and effective way that I can understand. I can't talk about how other niggas understand. So, and so me knowing that, and I have a keen understanding of that. Again, I'm a union shop store. I'm a, I set in negotiations. I know how to talk to people when there's disagreement. Without you think if I'm sitting up in a negotiation talking about giving people raise increases and they say something I don't like and I yell at them you think they're gonna respect me <laughs> nope <laughs> hey what you hey what you always say hey keep that same energy you have at work <laughs> yeah talk to your boss like that yeah <laughs> talk to your boss like that then get back with me I want to see how you talk to your boss like that you hear me <laughs> oh man so I, I've been at a young age and I was able to, I learned from early, I learned when I was in high school dating. And so that's what made me not be jealous. Because facts, facts. I never forget. We getting deep now, bro. Yeah, we, we got to though, man. We talking about negativity, man. And you got to find a way to, I, I to never, counteract the negativity. I feel neg- like it's negativity. a counseling session, but these people need to hear this because we all go through it. I feel like when I was in high school, I never forget the girl I was dating, I was head over heels over her. Cause mm. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm naturally a lover boy type guy, you know. And I was like, man, it's the really meech, really meech. That's yeah, what that's, they gonna say. They say. <laughs> this girl in high school, um, I was dating. She came over my house with hickeys on her neck. <laughs> Message. <laughs> Message. And so I'm like, what's that? She's like, oh, this is it. And then she trying to leave my room, and I kind of grab her, like, where you going? Let's man, talk about it. Man, she made up this whole story that I was shaking her. Oh, my God. That's how manipulative some of these hoes are. I'm going to just say it just like that. These hoes are fucking man- some of them. Can you discount their feelings, though? You can't. I can never discount a woman's feelings, but I can talk about how they manipulate when they in their feelings. Mm. 
Because a clear, a, a woman that is not trying to be non-manipulative, when I ask them where you get the hickey on your neck, she's like, all right, I was fucking with this nigga. And I'm like, okay, cool. But what I'm saying, I'm saying that to say this, that, that maturation in myself, I taught myself not really to be negative about a woman from that situation being a kid. Like, I'm like, why am I being jealous? Did you, did you have, but did you have like an understanding of why that happened? Like, like for, you know, you know, if that situation happened, maybe it was me, like you said, bro. And, and you know, I've been in situations like that where I was just like, I understand now. Maybe, maybe it was me. Maybe you wasn't getting the most out of me where maybe I wasn't understanding clearly of what you, what your expectations were. And. Okay, I understand now. But when you try to dismiss um, a situation being greater than the other, Cause that's because yeah, <laughs> you. It's no situation. It's all perspective. Exactly. Exactly. It's how somebody internalize what you do. Because so, if the shoe was on the other foot, keep that same energy. Yeah. <laughs> keep that same. I'm t- I'm petty. Because if you came in there with hickeys on your neck. End of the world. Yeah, I mean, and so I kind of lost myself at that young age, and I and, and so, you know, I I used to have this girl tell me, "Oh, you still stuck in your past," and it was like, "No, I never forgotten my past." It is allowed to shape me to who I am today, bro. That's that's a, I like the way you just said that. My experiences made me who I am now. Exactly. So, do you consider yourself damaged goods because of that? Well, we all damaged in some Man, form of family. Come on, talk we, about it. We all been through trauma, and everybody deal with trauma differently. So you can say, "Oh, you holding on to your past from a past relationship," and I can say, "Well, you holding on to your job because they pay you two weeks ago." Mm. Mm. <laughs> if you're hard. not happy, right, if you're not right, happy, right, with right, it. right, 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 right. Like, it's people that's not happy with their job. Fuck this place, and they go every two weeks. Why are you staying there then? Mm. Everybody deal with trauma differently, Facts. And, I, and I juxtapose those two because they two opposite extremes, but they the same situation. Like you have the choice to leave, always, and sometimes you do things out of habit because that's how you've been conditioned to do it. And so you can't say, "Oh, well, you still holding on to your past without understanding how much trauma that you dealt with." So it's nothing wrong with being guarded. Because you've been traumatized by a situation. It's important to articulate to that person you're dealing with, babe, this is what I've dealt with. So, so I'm glad you said that. You said articulation. So when I articulate something to you, what is appropriate and what is not appropriate? So when so okay. Um say if a person is crying or while they trying to explain how they were hurt at some point yeah i'm not saying discount that but talk to me not at me it's a difference i can understand you better when you saying and as a as a person you should understand where i'm coming from because this is how i receive communication it's situation by situation I, i most of the time i think it's unfair somebody blurt out or crying when they trying to discuss something. Yeah, because they need emotional need. I it, understand. It, it take, I feel like they should get they thought, cried out, get to a point where they got, and then talk. 
So how are you gonna tell me how I should feel? But that's but out of respect for that other person because crying can be used as a tool. I don't care about your feelings right now. But 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 crying can be used as a tool for manipulation. Mm. And so you have to be very careful. Like me, if I feel like I gotta cry about a girl or a situation that I'm in, I'm not gonna cry and then cry in that situation i'm gonna cry privately deal let it get out because it's natural to cry it's natural to have these emotions and then figure out a way how i can speak on it to that person because it's not fair coming to somebody and say i got a problem then they just start bawling i'd be like what do i do like i don't know what to do straight from a man perspective (laughs) you want me to hold you i didn't know like i'm sorry but it's like it's very confusing because i'm trying to understand but now you balling and i want to help you i want to support you i want to love you don't think that i don't want to love you i just don't know what to do because now the the scale is tipped in favor of you so now i gotta coddle your emotions and compromise mine. Which going to make me feel a type of way because I know I'm compromising mine, as you said. <laughs> I mean, but that's that's real. That's that's some real stuff, bro. That you you, you speaking of, bro. Like in this particular instance, we talking about relationship wise, as far yeah. as you know, being involved with a person. So, I mean, I understand sometimes when people talk, they get emotional. I understand that, but. I feel like if somebody feeling like they're getting so emotional, they should just say, look, I'm not ready to talk right now. I'm just emotional. That's emotional intelligence. Mm. That's emotional intelligence because, again, you don't want, like, I feel like in a conversation. How they balance it out, though, because, like you said, it could be manipulative. Exactly. I don't think it's fair for anybody. I think everybody should come into a conversation on equal footing. The minute there is an emotional aspect to it, you're not on equal foot in the conversation. And, and why is that? Because emotions cause reactions. Mm. Emotions, when you allow your emotions to overcome your logic, then you're not thinking about what you're doing. You're just doing. And you letting everything fall into place how it fall into place. But that's just how I feel, Meech. I'm 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 sad right now, or I'm mad right now. So when I'm mad, I cry. I understand that, and I think there's nothing wrong with crying if you get mad. But you have to understand that it's not fair to that person you're dealing with to be crying and being mad. I that's my personal opinion. People might not agree with it. They might be like, you should hold that person to sit through it, but that's toxic. Mm. I mean, what makes it toxic? I know I'm putting you on the spot, bro. You like, damn, that was going. No, you're you're not putting me on the spot. I'm just going off, like, I'm going off my distant past. I'm talking about years ago, people. So it ain't nothing recent in my life where I feel like I'm talking about that. I'm talking about when I was in my 20s. Between 17 and 25 in particular. So, people, I don't want nobody to think I'm talking about them. But but, but also, I think you made a good point as far as uh, understanding that as people, we are different. And we have to understand where people at and understanding where they at. But at the same time, I think a lot of times we do take into effect that that person is crying. So we want to come to their aid. But at that same point, we want to get our shit off too. And it ain't like trying to go against you. 
but we want to show you how we feel because we human beings too as as men so when when i did you know it ain't that i'm not negating because you crying or something that you know um i discount your feelings but at the same time your feelings shouldn't be trump my feelings of how i feel you know what i'm saying so if i'm gonna have an honest discussion with you can we have that honest discussion and can we talk to each other to where it's understandable and not always like a combustion or like a, a explosion right and then we got so like you said if i'm gonna remain with this person then it's an ill taste in your mouth exactly <laughs> i agree I agree. This like, shit getting deep, bro. I don't even know. <laughs> nah, I, I agree with what you're saying, bro, because, I mean, it's just what it is. Like, you definitely have to be able to know how to effectively communicate your emotions in that moment. And if you can't, take some time to sit back and just be able to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to talk. But you can't never go into a situation like, I feel like when people come to a situation uh, emotional, it's like they got a loaded gun and they just firing off. <laughs> like, I'm going to get hit. Gun salute, I feel like I'm getting hit by all bullets when you're talking. <laughs> I ain't got no bulletproof vest. And I'm trying to I'm trying to protect all my arteries <laughs> in an emotional sense. <laughs> Because once you hit that one artery, the artery not necessarily going to kill me, but it's going to make me blow up. But then that's when that defense mechanism comes exactly. up. Exactly. So now we two defensive people we trying fighting about to some shit. We that. ain't even fighting out about what we need to fight about. We fighting yeah, because you coming at me right. the wrong way. <laughs> that's what it's about now. And now we fighting about you coming at me the wrong way or, I, you, or I'm coming at you the wrong way. Either or. I'm going to do it both ways because I know I've done shit. Make people upset. So... I can't never take away what I've done. I've been reactionary about some shit because everybody got triggers. And that's the thing. You got to know who you're dealing with and their triggers. Mm. Because how you say something to me might trigger me, and you might not think it triggers you. Mm. But you got to understand that this triggers me the way you're coming at me. And and you have to learn how I deal when, when I get triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Get to know me, like you say. I need to get to know you. It's a, it's 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 when you when you coming into a relationship, and I ain't talking about just a boyfriend and girlfriend, or husband and wife, but or a, a mate and another mate. But even when it comes to relationships, as far as dealing with an organization, mm-hmm. you gotta understand where I stand, and I understand where you stand. We we all in relationships. Yeah. Yeah, we are all yeah. in relationships yeah. with everything that we invested in. Everything that we invested in, whether it's our job, husband, our wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, children, our friends, whatever, we are in relationships with it. No, nah, that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. And the relationship has to be evenly yoked. And that's what I realized about the union. The relationship ain't evenly yoked. I'm putting in more than what I'm getting, so I need to divorce it. Mm. That's heavy. That's heavy. And I'm okay with it. Mm. I'm okay with it because my mental space is more important than trying to take care of other people who who obviously got this shit politically. 
And I don't live in a political sphere. <laughs> I live in reality. What's your reality? <laughs> I was petty today. I was supposed to hit a. I was supposed. I'm, I don't care. I'm telling y'all these people don't know. I'm just telling y'all because I fuck with y'all on the podcast. Listen facts. to us the last couple of years. <laughs> I was supposed to. I I chair our Zoom meetings. I was supposed to do a Zoom meeting. I ain't want to go to that shit today. Mm. I ain't tell nobody. I told, and they was calling me. I'm like, I'm not going. Man, because this shit could go on for this this episode here, bro. <laughs> uh, we already over hour. This shit here, like this could go on forever. Like because, like you said, negativity is always around us, yeah, bro. Yeah, and because it's like I've said everything I need. Like you get to a point when you say everything you need to say to someone. What else you got to say? Mm. To a job, what else do you have to say? If they're not going to hear you on your deaf ears, mm. then you need to start pivoting and position yourself to p- put yourself in a better situation. Because you can turn that negativity into a positive, but when you keep focusing on the negativity, that's when we destroy ourselves. Mm. We self-destruct because we allow that to fester like a sore. Langston Hughes. Oh, talk that talk, beach boy. Talk or that drop talk. Like a crusty sir. You know, Langston, <laughs> what happens to a dream deferred? Our dreams get deferred because we allow the negativity to defer us from what our end game is. And so now that's where the accountability on us. Like, I said all that to say this. It's on us. Facts. It's on us to change and shift that paradigm. Facts. And if you can't shift and change that paradigm, I don't want to hear your complaints. Nah, that's real. That's I don't want to hear your complaints about this guy cheating on you. Because <laughs> you can walk away from him. Nah, that's facts, bro. I don't want to hear no complaints about this dead-end job. <laughs> because you can find a better job. It's going to afford you the opportunities that you want. You can create anything you want in your mind. And that's going to create your life. And as long as you create that in your mind, you say, this is what I want. Like I told myself, I want to make 150000 plus. On I've been here. telling myself that for the last year, hundred fifty k. Facts. We and have. that's I'm speaking that to existence. Facts. I don't know how it's going to happen. I ain't even concerned about it, but I'm speaking that. And now I'm pivoting to put myself in position. Not necessarily at that 150K job, but I know the opportunity is going to come because I've shifted my mindset. That right there, make knowing that the universe is going to tie around to that. Mm. I think fear plays an important role in our complacency. So we live in a society where, where dreams are deferred <laughs> <laughs> because, because that's how society made us. Be comfortable. Yeah. You don't you don't need more. You doing good what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. So what, why why you what, need, what don't else, strive for more? Where else you gonna find a job yeah, to pay you X amount yeah, of dollars? Yeah. Where else you gonna get this vacation? Yeah. But see, you can't tell me nothing because I done seen it. Mm. I done seen people live a boss life. Mm. Mm. So do you think people should change their surroundings? Of course. You need to be and I've been trying to be around more positive people. Speak on that because you, I don't want to say you, you've been a, but you've been around people that are more positive uh, and also 
more financially stable to where yeah. they understand that negativity is not going to defer their dreams. No, because that's a boss. That's the definition of a boss. A boss, that doesn't necessarily mean you an entrepreneur. A boss is basically, to me, is you own it, everything that comes before you in your life. You're looking out for your own best interest. That's a boss. Speak, speak on that uh, 80-20 rule, too, because I, I think people need yeah. to hear that because no, that's be, important, man. So I had I had an epiphany recently because I'm surrounded by a bunch of Geminis. <laughs> Let's, we just gonna we gonna talk about some retrograde <laughs> astrology stuff right here from my astrologers and stuff. Like, and one thing I love about in, Gemini's are they just do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of times they don't have no plan. They do it, and it all. And like when I look at it, it always works out. I mean, but it did. Okay, so I understand what you said, but it, in my instances, you know, I did just do it, but sometimes it did work out, bro. But it, I but mean, it did work out. I got you because I you heard you. you heard it talk about it. You still yeah. send that. It didn't take away what you got her. Facts. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Shit, we sitting on patio furniture right now. <laughs> this patio furniture wasn't her a year ago. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> But you made an investment, but the investment, some of the investments you made, they didn't work out, but they was the learning experience. And nah, now you know true. how to move. That's true. Like, that's okay, true. I did this. It didn't work out. I lost a couple grand. But if that couple grand gave you uh, 10 years worth of knowledge, it was worth it. Facts. Facts. Because you got to think about it. It's some person out there that lost 100 grand. Mm. Some person out there done lost a half a million. Mm. Some person done lost a million dollars. So a couple grand is just a drop in a bucket. If it took a couple grand to learn something and you know how to move accordingly, fuck, I say that's a lesson. Mm. That's heavy, man. My man dropping jewels right now. Y'all ain't even listening, man. I hope, look, man, y'all got to listen to this episode because my man is dropping this news is, this, right this is this is up there this is no nah, this is this is a good one this is a good episode yeah I, I like that man and like you said dog even in in mistakes you learn yeah and like he said i did learn you know what i'm saying it was it was it was a, a journey in life that i can't take for granted but 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 see people always look at quote-unquote successful people like they haven't lost nothing that's that's and that's important because like you said there were many investments that they probably made that they didn't make money from but it took that one to get them to that point to where they were rich i'll tell y'all a story and i ain't gonna go into too many details because people start wondering where me be at blah 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 y'all need to know that (laughs) (laughs) but I was around a guy who got a company, multi-million dollar company, driving a Ferrari. And he said, I love my wife because I lost it all. She's still here with me. And I built myself back, back up, up and got Yeah. Yeah. He driving a Ferrari now. 
But how many people do you feel like honestly can be in that situation and understand that that is a possibility? You, you gotta. You, it's like you gotta see it. Like you gotta be around people that's doing like. I didn't believe it until I started seeing. I started getting around circles where I'm around millionaires or potential millionaires or had access to a million dollars. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna understand it seeing it on a YouTube video. You have to be because the thing is like poor people like they got like I hate when poor people do this like. When a person with money, they pass, and they be like, well, they can't take it with them. They regular people like you and me. They go through the same problems like you and me. They just got more money. So you don't think that they, they, they don't know that they can't take it with them. They know it. But like you said, but, but you know what? That's a part of fear, too, though. Yeah. The fear is driven in us to think, man, you can't do that. You can't do that. But like you said, at some point, these people that became rich, they were normal people. And they just had a dream. And then they, they was persistent with it. And they was passionate about it. And then they didn't let the negativity dis- defer them from what they was I striving got, to go to. I got friends that quit their job just off a leaf of faith when they was tired of working there. And they doubled their salary in a couple Ooh. months. Doubled their salary. So how did it work for them and then the other? That's a good question. That's but that goes to that plan you mean you always talk about, remember? You always told me, hey. I got remember you was telling me, I don't mean bring it, but you remember you was telling me, man, you said, I had a plan. But then I got lost in that plan. hmm Just going through life. Yeah. And if I would have just stuck with my plan, yeah, I'd probably be balling right now. Yeah, but you still can. That's the, that's see, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the yeah, thing that people yeah, don't talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah you yeah. still can. Now it's like fine tuning where I made a mistake. Yeah, and like, okay. yeah, and that's what you're talking about. Me too. As far it's what he's talking about with yeah, me when I say like, like fine tuning is like like you still got opportunities in front of you, and I think that like it's a lot of people that do a lot more with a lot less, but. Again, you got to look at it, Mikhail. You got a network of people who doing good. Facts. Facts. You're around it. Yeah. You see it. Yeah. And they telling you, look, Kel is right here. And they do. He, he ain't lying. And you don't, you're not like, man, I don't know. And you, and you letting this idea, like I said, the most important currency is time. Facts. It ain't money. Fact. It is. Yeah, you are. It's time. It takes money to get where you want to go. It but, does yeah. take money, but the time is the most important currency. Exactly, exactly. And so you have access to a lot of people don't have access to. Just vice versa, yeah, like you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just even so, like there's ways in which you can put yourself in position creatively without having as much money. I'm glad you brought that up because. It's really a blessing in the situations that we are in now. Yeah. Because, yeah. like you said, we are around people. Yeah. Even when we started our investment business. Yeah. Even the relationships we built. Yeah. We are around people that exactly. are successful, and they know what it takes, and they know um, that we have 
the it factor to do it. Exactly. But they want to just see you do they it. They want to see you do it. Exactly. Exactly. No, you you make a good point, man. Because once they see you put yourself out on a limb, yeah. I'm ready to help. Exactly. Like, like, my biggest thing was I was afraid to ask for help. Like, I got people, like, I ain't even trying to get into it, but I got help in a capacity that if I started telling people the type of help I got, like, what? Hey, facts. That's real? Facts. And I'm not, I ain't trying to brag about it because I don't trip off of that shit, but I just don't know how to ask people for that type of help. And I'm learning that, look, you have all these people meet you. And you're always looking for something in return for the people you help. They're not going to give you what you want. So why be afraid to allow somebody that's willing to help you help you? You know what I, I realized now that you said that, man, that I, I probably minimize the advice that I give at times, not knowing that it was beneficial for that person and understanding that it helped that person, but in my mind, I'm thinking it's just us having a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that's how we normally think anyway. So, but you're right, man. Like, I think as people, we do minimize ourselves as yeah. to what we can, can can contribute and can be as far as uh, success. Because success is really, uh, I don't know how you want to look at it, subjective or objective. Um, but if you got a goal in life, that is success. If you reach that goal, that's successful. The thing is, like, and so prime example, like, I, and that's why I say you just plan it in your mind. As long as you believe it's going to work out, like you already told me, man, I don't want to about a job. That's already in your mind. Yeah. So now it's on you to do whatever you need to do to put yourself in position to make yourself like, okay, I ain't got to do this. And so, like, the person I was telling you about the double-day salary, they told me years ago. They told me. And they, my, and I used to be surprised. Like, they was very, like, for sure, like, I ain't going to work her. I want this much money. Yeah. This yeah, is what I want to yeah, do. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm looking like, what? And then now seeing a couple years, it materialized. And I'm like, they already planted the seed. So the universe was, and they did, and they started putting themselves in position. It didn't always work out how they wanted. There was some failure in between. But, but I now, think that's go, that goes to what you say, though. People want to charge people for what they know now. Even though they went through them failures like they did. Yeah, but I, I don't believe in. No, nah, yeah. exactly. No, nah, you, yeah, you make a good yeah, point. Yeah, because honestly, people, like I've learned people really want to help people. Like people, and especially if you do it the right way, people have no problem with helping somebody. But like they got to, but they got to be willing to help themselves. Exactly. Facts. Think, think about the people you see, or the stories you hear about somebody in the truck. I just seen it within the last week. A car had an accident. They pulled a couple out of a burning vehicle. That's just people doing it. Just want to help. help. Yeah. So if you apply that to other facets, people there's people out here with money want to help people that don't have money. You just got to get those connections. You have to be confident. Yes, yes. Go ahead. In your ability it, to ask for that help and not feel like you below yourself. We got to get out of our pride, bro. 
Didn't we do an episode on confidence? I don't know, but yo, you got to do. You got to get out your pride because that pride is negative. That pride is negativity. I think confidence is is the key to to success, bro. Yeah, like you you have to be confident in what you do. I mean, even if it might be the wrong shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> but you learn from it, and then you got to find a way. People with, who can find solutions always find ways to make money, bro. 80-20 rule. If you got 80% figured out, the 20% always, you always get the 20%. That's real shit, bro. That's real shit. Maybe it is. I, I don't know, man, but I think. You know, I think you very analytical, man. I think you 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 understand things, and uh, and, I, and I just think like anybody else, fear plays an important role in no, this. and so that's that's another thing. Like I overthink things. I'm very analytical, and that could be good and that could be bad. It could prevent you when you analyze it too much from just taking a risk. Fact. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. For me, it has, and so. Now I'm I, I'm I'm really so much more confident in just taking a risk on myself because the thing is I trust myself. I trust myself, and I trust myself that whatever I do is gonna work out. In 2009, I got laid off. Now forget, and I wasn't really sad about it. And I and within like a month, I had got another job, and then I was at this job. I'm like, man, I can't do this shit. And this dude was like, man, economy bad worse. You're going to find a job. Then a month later, I had a job offer at the job I'm in now. Right, right. And I've been there since. Right. Comfortable. Right. Now, I got out of my go-getter mindset, and now I'm back on my go-getter mindset because I'm realizing the world is bigger than a billion dollars. Right, right. I mean, I think you deserve a congratulations because you did get a promotion. Yeah, yeah, nah, I, I, you yeah. got to get your kudos, bro. Like people don't understand, like yeah. But I mean, like you said, it's always a work in progress, bro, to get to the next level. So okay, you at this next level, okay, extra income. Yeah. So now, what can I do with that extra income to where I can get myself to that next level? The the universe opened up because honestly, I had a negative mindset. Mm. Let, let's just man, this man, this, 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 heavy, this, no bro. no 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 I had got a negative mindset because I put in for other promotions I'm like man fuck them mm. because I allow the voices around you yeah around me yeah. and it yeah. made me see it like they saw yeah. it. like this place this this place that mind you again I'm dealing with these people on a union level facts these people already like me. Facts. I'm like, man, fuck this place. Yeah, yeah. And I had no reason to be like that. Right. And now I've channeled, I've changed my mindset. It's like wherever there's an opportunity, I have to seek it. And can't be afraid of expanding. Why, why postpone your life? Why postpone? And then with this promotion I just got, they opened up the position for me. Mm. I was the Speak only person on I interviewed for. Speak on it. That was my job. All I had to do was show up to the interview. I'm trying to tell y'all, Meech is a bright, bright <laughs> brother. Like he he know his stuff, man. Like, and if he don't know it, he gonna find out how to figure it out. Like that's the difference between go getters and people that's just content. Yeah. Like he's going to figure it out why. 
okay, why is it they they doing it this way? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's why. Okay, let me and, figure and, it out. And 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 me recognizing that was first part of me accepting my because, positivity. Yeah, 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 because in many years I used to be like, "Come on, Meech, man, just go on here." Fight. You be like, "Man, fuck this shit." Yeah, man. this bullshit. I'm good they, where I'm at. They played me the last yeah, time they had a setup. I interviewed. I, I answered these questions exactly like I knew. I was confident. I knew I did it right, and it just wasn't my time at the place. And at the time, I didn't understand it, but now I can see it in hindsight and be like, "You wasn't ready." You know what? I'm I'm at that mind state now that God don't make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? That's what Mike was just Mike was just saying that today. He's like, "Everywhere you at now, you supposed to be at." Mm. <laughs> that's heavy though, bro. Yeah, Cause you gotta a- think about it. God don't make mistakes. Nope, he don't. Cause I'm like you, bro. I used to be like, "Ah, oh, man, fuck them. They act like they ain't, I ain't good enough or something." But maybe God said that ain't for you right now. You need something else. Yeah, and you need to grow. Yeah, you need to learn. You need to go through a little bit more. You need to understand more now. My understanding is on ten, and now I'm like, if something bad, if I don't get the job, I work harder to get the next one. Facts, facts. Because what happened when Michael Jordan when he missed them game winning shots? He didn't make, and he didn't. Hold on, forget game winning shots. He He didn't make make the varsity team, bro. (laughs) Michael Jordan didn't make. He didn't make every shot he took. Exactly. But he kept taking it. It was plenty of games. Well, my, my motherfucker, like fifteen for thirty-eight, right? He missed three for twenty-five, <laughs> ten for thirty. You get what I'm saying, like? But he kept shooting because it's gonna go in eventually. He believed that every shot he shot was, was gonna, gonna go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, 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 and it, ah, man, this shit is hard. Man. <laughs> I'm loving this podcast episode, bro. God dang, man. I know we probably don't went over, but oh, yeah, we on overtime, right? Nah, now. but. Uh, they need to hear this, man, because I think a lot of times as people, we we get we get comfortable. We get comfortable taking 10 shots a game. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real. I don't want to mess up too much, yeah. bro. But fuck it. What, what else you going to do? Yeah. I'm in this game to make shots. Man, you, you even, even the fact how you walk in a building, how you introduce yourself to people, all that like people see through that people you you get exposed real quick if you're not ready to deal with the challenges that come to you in life because there's going to be challenges facts and you could and all you do is just go you know what i tell my daughter all the time it's always gonna be uh uh what you just said god damn you just talking about um um. Ah, oh man, complications. It's always gonna be some kind of complications. But what do you do with it? Do you run away from it, or do you go head first at it? And in my opinion, I always say go head first. If I make a mistake, then I learn from that. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, I, it's a life journey, bro. Like I can't never take that for granted. Even with the situation with us, with the uh, investment uh, group. I went head first because I was like, fuck it. We got to do something. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking in my mindset, bro. And and maybe it may not have been the best move, but I feel like if I don't make a move, then how can I know which way to move? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it wasn't no disrespect to y'all, none of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 
I think that. But you never, you never held it against me. You always said, like me. You always said, anytime I made a decision, you was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." He's like, "Hey, bro, we just gonna have to figure it out once we get into that right, position." Right, because at that point, I couldn't get mad. I mean, yeah, naturally, you have a feeling like, "Damn, this didn't work out." But at the same time, you can either harp on it and just let that turn into resentment and negativity, or you'd be like, "Bro." We just gonna have to figure this shit out, right. and like I'm like, well, shit, we gonna have to figure it out. We here now, let's just do it, cause it's like every you gonna have an initial reaction to any situation, Facts. but after a while, you like, all right, shit ain't gonna get done if you keep that same mindset, and so you have to keep pushing forward. Man, and I respect you for that, cause you you never like even when I've made decisions, you be like, it's cool, man. We just gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it wouldn't be right, in my viewpoint, to just harp on all that negativity, and then now we bickering, we fighting, we not on the same level of understanding, and then we still got this lemon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. law libraries talk. <laughs> We in the law library, y'all. You know, Riker Island, y'all understand. I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> but we got this lemon. It's like you even gonna let this lemon, you know what I'm saying, keep spoil you, or you gonna turn it to lemonade? Right, right. It might be a little tart. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little tart. But you still got lemonade. People still are drinking if they thirsty. Oh man, that's some real shit though, man. Like you, you have to become. Um, what I realize is, man, if you're not willing to take risks, then how can you uh, dream about high rewards? And, and so what I learned from that situation, I just add the investment was the fact that at the end of the day, honesty and transparency. transparency. Yeah, I need to see why is the most important part of any component going to business. And you need people to be able to have skills that you don't have. Like when you partner with someone, if you're good at one thing, that other person should focus on another thing. But y'all all all shouldn't be doing everything at once because then you create a bottleneck in the process. And so being able to be like, okay, and that was my main thing with y'all. I always told y'all, if I fucked up, I'd be like, look, bro, I could do this this way. I always told y'all, look, I could do it this way. I could pay out my own motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with the situation, yeah. I'd yeah. be like, bro, I could do this. Y'all be like, nah, man. This- nah, but that that that's just the nature of just, like, the realest. Like, if we go into agreement and we trusted ourselves in doing it together, if, if we all okay or check, because even... Like, there was a time, like, even when we got the dealer's license, I wasn't okay with it, but yeah, I got outvoted. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, that's what everybody want to do. If it was two to one, all right, that's part of the operating agreement. I have to respect it. It is what it is. And so if things don't necessarily go right after that, 
I can't be like, oh man, y'all voted two or one, but I mean, you you have those. I told y'all. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> that was the understanding of an operating agreement that we had. It was a vote, and I was outvoted. Okay, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. No, nah, that's facts. Figure. That's facts. That's facts. But I think everything you always we always have this conversation is funny because what separates basketball players that's in the nba and the ones that didn't make it it's their confidence bro yeah yeah confidence yeah 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 that's real shit bro yeah even even the because there's only 400 some players in the nba yeah yeah so people look at bench warmers like they suck they but, don't. But yeah. they don't. But it's about a system. Mm. It's about being in front of the fans. Right. It's about that work before games. It's about that work after games. It's about that work in the summer. Yeah, and that play, like you said, it plays an important role, work ethic. Yeah, It's exactly. about showing that coach you ready to step up to get more minutes. Now, is there going to be politics involved? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I mean let's Absolutely. just prime example. Let's just look at Giannis got all his brothers in the league. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. They 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 play way better than me. But I'll just say, bro, he got all his brothers in the league. He <laughs> yeah. even got his brother on the same team. Yeah, bro. he got and, his brother getting yeah. more more minutes than Clinton Portis for a second. In, and Clinton Portis was out balling his brother. <laughs> Does that make you frustrated? Yes, but you got to keep on pushing. Yeah. Hey, 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 and then in the playoffs, what happened? We got to put Clinton Portis in. <laughs> You know what's going to work, what's going to exactly. cause you to win, what's, it, what's consistent. He didn't let that negativity yeah. stop him from his progress. That And that's why NBA players say you got to be – you got to stay professional. Yeah. yeah. You got to be a professional. Yeah, stay persistent. Because they egos – people don't be thinking, but they egos get a little tarnished when they was, uh, you know, area – Star in Arkansas area, or somewhere. Area yeah. top five player, yeah. top one player. It's top. a lot of people that was top five players in a state yeah, or they whatever, state. Yeah, and, they, and they, they just didn't pan out. Yeah. And like you say, politics may have played a role yeah. in it. It's, but it's still about the work you put in. Yes. Like, and the confidence you got to have in yourself. Yeah. And, and I, I, I use Bradley Bill as a perfect example. Mm. Like he came into the league. He was good. But he came into league and he worked his ass off, and now he a superstar. Now he can go, he can get to any spot on the floor because he didn't have all that dribbling ability at first. But he kept putting in the work. And, and we from Missouri, and he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he was a shooter. David Lee was probably ranked higher than him. I mean, I know he's older than him, but yeah, David but he Lee was. was yeah, Larry Hughes was Larry, more yeah. highly rated than him. Yeah. But he put more work than that. Yeah, but Larry Hughes wasn't no star like 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 Bradley. Nah. I mean, I, I'm not saying he wasn't a star. No, nah, he ain't a super. He wasn't. Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't like a Bradley like, Bill put, type. No, nah, he was. He's he not. ain't making that money like and Bradley. And it's, Bill. it's not no shot on Larry. We nah. love Larry because he is from a little boy, yeah. but he's not on that level as yeah. Bradley Bill now. Because, and I'm not trying to say Larry Hughes didn't work, but you can tell that Bradley Bill put in that work. And he ain't let that negativity stop him. He didn't let that negativity stop him. Yeah, because a lot of people say, oh, he's just a shooter. Now he's taking it to the basket now. I mean, what, oh, what he, can he? He, he, Ray Allen. Nah, nigga, I'm Bradley Bill. Bill. Yeah. I'm my own person. 
Man, that's some real shit, bro. That God dang, boy. This, <laughs> this episode is super lit. It was so good tonight, man. Golly. Man, my man came in and he came with that heavy laying shit, bro. I mean, he got, like like he said, man, negativity's always around you. And you can let that stuff bring you down. It's like crabs in the burrow. Yeah. It can always bring you down, yeah. bro. But you got to find your way and your positivity. Like like me said, we we around people that, that are positive. Like, I be talking to them, man. Like, I had a conversation with my homie, man. He was like, man, why you ain't got no buildings yet, man? I'm like, bro, man, I ain't got no money like that. He said, yes, you do. He said, your credit score good, ain't you? I'm like, yeah, bro, but I don't know if I want, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I got that fear. <laughs> I got that fear, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not thinking like like him because he's already in the mindset but, of. But think about the story he told you. Yeah, exactly. When you think about it. He grinding and he he says he's about to lose everything. 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 Man, I wish he could have been here, but he, my boy, shout out to my boy, man. He he doing good, baby. You know who I'm talking about, man. We ain't gonna drop the name on him. Yeah. <laughs> but man, he always I can't wait for them courses to come out now. <laughs> I'm signing up. So you're gonna be like big business, huh? Big business. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's take these people out. Cause this is this actually, we we probably need to do a part two of this episode. Yeah, man. I I love to do the part two, man. And then have like you said a special guest, bro. Yeah, let them talk about their journey. Nah, that's real shit, man. But but just go ahead and take us out, man. On on on. on. Just this was a look. Let me tell y'all, this was the explosive episode. As my man said, as my man said, excuse me. But negativity, man, is a drawback in your life yeah. that you need to remove, man. It's like a cancer. Yeah. It brings yeah. you down in life, man. It, it makes your health demise, man. And 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 you know what I'm saying? Health is wealth. I've I've allowed in my past negativity for me to waste my time. Mm. Like I've allowed people to tell me about myself. But I know what my heart was. Now, could I say that I didn't handle certain situations in an appropriate manner? Yes, I can man up as a man and say certain situations ain't handled in the right perspective. But for someone to continue to keep poking you and and telling you you this type of person, you that type of person, and you know that that's not your intention and that's not what you're trying to do, yeah, it it caused me to, you know, wallow in my mistakes become saddened in my mistakes and prevent me from really challenging myself because I feel like I got to fix myself. I got to fix what I did wrong. Mm -hmm. And those situations happen in a way they happen and I can't change them. I have to accept them for what they were and what they wasn't. Mm. And as as long as I can make peace with what I did right and what I did wrong, if that person can't make peace with it, I can't be trying to work hard to get them to understand and become at peace with it. As long as I made peace with the mistakes and then I address it and they ain't not cool with it, so be it. Like, and that means if that person calling you and crying, crying to you and telling you that you hurt them or you did that, 
yes, I did it. I, I didn't handle it the right way. I'm sorry. I want to be a better person. But me too. Also, <laughs> that person also has to understand that they have to create an environment in which you can't heal and be healthy and grow with them. Mm, mm. I think lastly, I want to say that when you have positive people around you, man, they see the potential in you more than you sometimes. And at times, you got to understand what they what they talking about. I mean, because I'm such a humble person. I ain't, Yeah, I am a humble person that sometimes I don't understand where they coming from. And they and they telling me and sometimes I don't take in what they telling me because I'm thinking, damn, I, I could be at a you know, I don't understand what they mean. And you, you have to have that understanding because they looking at it from a different perspective than you are. See, it's easy. I mean, sometimes you got to look at people from the outside looking in and understanding that your potential you're not tapping into, bro. And understanding that you, 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 you giving a lot of insight and a lot of like you, you been put in that position, bro, brings, um, a lot of fortune that you may not understand at that time. And you got to take that in, man. Because a lot of times we be thinking, oh, man, I ain't built for this or I ain't built for that. But they telling you that you are. And sometimes you got to understand your potential, man. Right. And don't take it for granted. Yeah. And when you're around positive people, man, they'll let you know that in a minute. They'll be like, damn, bro, what's wrong with you? You, you got it. You got it. What is you? What is you? What is you worried about, man? You got it. Like I don't understand. You know. Yeah, it. You yeah, know it. Yeah, yeah. You know it. You know when you're around somebody who got a very successful business, and they say, "I've been in all type of rooms, and I dealt with a lot of type of people." You one of the smartest persons I know, <sighs> and then you looking at yourself like, "What am I?" Yeah, because I don't. I don't. Nobody tells me that that I'm around. Everybody might take me as a joke. They Facts. think I'm a joke store. They don't take me serious. serious. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the same way, man. And I'm not. I'm be honest with y'all. And at points, I do lack confidence because I might not know everything. But sometimes, not knowing everything is not a discount of your intelligence. It just means that you know you don't know that particular situation fully to your ability that we may think we know and that may not be necessarily a a, a a detriment to us because at the same time with the intelligence we have we can get the understanding that we need it's all about getting the people who know it more and who don't mind exactly. being up under you to do exactly. it for you and these people are in your life to help yeah, you yeah. and you don't even understand it and it's so simple Facts. because once you make the move, they gonna help you. Cause then they like, oh, he's serious. Let me help him. Cause I know he want to do this and I know he want to strive for excellence and I'm going to help him. Like me said, it's a lot of rich people out here that want to help poor people that they know is going to execute on what they're trying to do. You just taking that step, man, it's going to put you in a place that's differently and be in the same seat as that person that's trying to help you before, man. Because a lot of people don't want to be on top alone, bro. They want people to be come with them and understand that 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 struggle that they've been through. And a lot of people want 
want to live that luxury life with 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 people that they know and love, man. And when people truly love you, man, and I ain't talking about no relationships. I'm talking about people as uh people that really know that you can do the shit and they truly love you, man. They want to see the best for you. It's amazing, man. Don't want nothing in return. No, I just nah, want to see you win. Yup. Man. Yup. Yep, and 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 that's what we gotta understand as people, man. We 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 are on what we say, we are our own worst enemies, enemy, yeah. And, and and that's the other thing about it is like when you're around people that's not uplifting you, you're around institutions that's not uplifting you, not trying to better you, then you need to start positioning, pivoting, and position yourself to be around more conducive situation that bring out the best like i had to realize with myself what i'm good at and what i'm not good at and this podcast this platform talking being able to articulate myself i'm good at that mm. i'm not good at being second fiddle to bullshit i'm not good at a bottleneck where i'm trying to pass through some information and I'm being told, oh, well, you can't do that because X, Y, Z. No, I don't want to be a part of that thing because it's not me. Tell me, how can I be a, a, a solution to that problem? Yeah, I want to. I want. I want to. I want to solve the problem. Mm. I don't want to create a bottleneck. I don't want to treat this person one way, or this particular organization one way because y'all buddies with them and then I got to treat another right, place more right. stringent because they not recognize the more well known as the one you cool with yeah. who give you baseball tickets yeah we getting a little too heavy right now hey. Man, I'm glad y'all could join us on this. I'm putting this whole thing on here, bro. I'm not breaking it up because I no. think it's so much information, yeah, vital just, information yeah, that, that this, people this, need to hear. This what it. This is it. This this is core. Just let it play through because this is just organic. Yeah, yeah, and this shit was real, bro. And I, and like I said, we we probably gonna do a negativity too, man, because this part two because I think a lot of people have a lot of insight on what their experiences had brought in their lives as far as what negativity has brought to them and how they have um, turned those negativities into positivity. Yeah. Because at some point in your life, somebody probably told you, oh, man, it ain't going to work because it may not have worked for them. But what if you tell me how I can navigate this situation in order to be not falling those same pitfalls that you did and make myself better and be a, a successful person because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in making somebody else successful, man, even if it don't benefit me because I feel like I want to see people strive and be their best, man. Facts. So it's not always about a quit pro quo. You know, I don't think it's all about that, man. I'm I'm a person that want to help people, man. And, and if you honestly want to help yourself, then I'm all for it. Facts. So man, y'all y'all check us out on Drop Juice Podcast when they're all on streaming apps. You know the vibe. You know it, baby. See us on Facebook, Instagram. But I'm glad y'all joined us. I hope y'all listened to this podcast, man. I think it was powerful. Yeah. What we was talking about, man, because we deal with negativity every day. And we and then we need to to uh notice the positivity that comes into our life. And maximize that positivity to make us a better person and, and making us uh 
wealthy. And I'm not talking about money, but I'm talking about spiritually as far as want to see us be positive people in this world and progress in this world and understanding that what we can provide and be instrumental and 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 being uh great human beings, man. Facts. And that's and that's it, bro. I ain't got nothing else, bro. For him. Yes, that's me too. We out. <laughs> we out, bro. And we out, G. La música de Harry Fraud. Where are you?